Discipleship requires devotion and vocation. Matthew 19, 16-30 Now someone approached him and said, Teacher, what good must I do to gain eternal life? He answered him, Why do you ask me about the good? There is only one who is good. If you wish to enter into life, keep the commandments. He asked them, Which ones? And Jesus replied, You shall not kill, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, honor your father and your mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, All these I have observed, what do I still lack? Jesus said to him, If you wish to be perfect, go, sell what you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. When the young man heard this statement, he went away sad, for he had many possessions. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Amen, I say to you, it will be hard for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again I say to you, it is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished and said, Who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, For man this is impossible, but for God all things are possible. Then Peter said to him in reply, We have given up everything and follow you. What will there be for us? Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you that you have followed me. In the new age, when the Son of Man is seated on his throne of glory, will yourselves sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has given up houses, or brothers, or sisters, or fathers, or mothers, or children, or lands for the sake of my name, will receive a hundred times more, and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last will be first. Christ invites us to give up our possessions and come follow Him. Understanding the difficulty of this narrative requires us to recognize that when the choice between our possessions and God becomes unmanageable, it's because we reach the point where we no longer own our possessions. Our possessions own us. How do we reach this point? It began with our devotion. Devotion requires continuous attention. That which we nurture with attention grows. So the reflective question then becomes, what has my devotion grown? If not God's kingdom, then what? Maybe we've committed our time to produce wealth, stability, notoriety, family, and opportunities. We become faithfully protective of these articles that we've devoted our time to grow because we fear a life without them. They then become the center of our devotion, not God. When Jesus called his first disciples, he said to them, Drop your fishing nets and come follow me. In that one statement, Christ has called for our devotion above all else. Equally essential is our vocation. Our vocation is our individual calling for how we are to represent the gospel. Whether our vocation is that of a spouse, a parent, son, daughter, teacher, or a professional, 
it is within that particular vocation that we are to be the living gospel to this world. It's not easy giving God our full devotion, especially when our own needs are significant. It's never easy to live our vocation in a manner that glorifies God. These things aren't easy because the devil wants you. If the devil wants you, it's because God needs you. He needs your discipleship. And true discipleship exists when our devotion and vocation align for God's glory. Let us pray. Lord, give me the courage to dedicate myself to you fully. Grant me the heart to be a tangible sign of your love and mercy. Please accept my devotion and my vocation. We will move this river. We shall reclaim your territory. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.